0: Welcome to the new episode of Quarter Quest Comics on the Cheap. Can I ask you a question before we begin? Have you ever wanted to have your own podcast? If so, we'd like to recommend Podbean. We've been using it for the last three years and we love it. It's easy to use and the customer support is amazing. Just go to podbean.com and enter the code hauntedlog at checkout and get your first month of podcasting for free. That's podbean.com Haunted Log. Now, on to the show.
1: Welcome to the Hunting Timothy Books of Magic podcast, where we review the Books of Magic Volume 2, issue by issue. Today, we're reviewing issue number seven um, from November of
0: 94. I'm Ryan. And I'm Nick. All right. So I want to say um, the first page, like the first ad, reminded me of the time frame because this is and Mystery Theater issues 21 through 24. And that was the only Vertigo book that I was reading at the time. Hmm. So, I didn't even know this book existed. So, <laughs> it was all Sandman for me. And not not Morpheus, but Wesley Dodds. So, amazing. Well,
1: I'll tell you what got me. Was the very back of the cover. Because at that point, I was collecting... Football cards, and sports cards. are like 94, really. Um, <laughs> so that's what got my attention,
0: right? And it's like Jerome Bettis, really. Like, look at these these guys. And you're like Troy Aikman, Jerome Bettis. Like, thinking those weren't uh, the ones that
1: even got me. What we got me was like Rick Mir uh, right. for Seattle, Drew Bledsoe. Wait. Yep. The Patriots had a quarterback before Tom Brady. Right. And he <laughs> sucked.
0: So, and...
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh. It's pretty funny. That
1: always That always makes me laugh, looking at those old cards. So like, seriously?
0: Who was, who, was, who was famous enough to be put in the ad? Who yeah. was never heard of again? You know, they played for one season, and... Had one good season, and they were yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Like why? Why is Drew Bledsoe on a on the ad? He wasn't good. He, he was the, serviceable. The, yeah, it's just funny to see who's who's in the ads. You know, especially mm-hmm. like some baseball ones too. You're like, uh, <laughs> uh, that guy played for one season. <laughs>
1: on yeah,
0: on the bench.
1: <laughs> he was the best bench player ever. He's but like I the guy looking at these old ads like that.
0: He's like the guy in basketball that sits on the bench who never gets to play. <laughs> it's always the little
1: the little one, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you got Squeak oh. and you got you got the other two, you got uh the guys from South Park and Squeak yep. and the other guys that are in the in the 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 under like the bench who oh, never yeah. play, who you never see play, who are grilling and doing other crap <laughs> Yeah. That's that's who mostly time got the cards that are in the advertisements. <laughs> I
1: forgot about that. It's been a bit since I've seen that. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> Alright, so in the last issue, uh Tim's dad had burst into flames. And Tim went running downstairs to see what was going on. And uh what kind know. mart what is this Martin. guy's name? Martin? Martin? Yep. Okay. I was going to that's what I was going to say and I'm like that doesn't seem right. Martin the neighbor that just moved in has called the fire department and was complaining about hearing somebody screaming and he's smelling fire. Um obviously he knew this was happening since he cast the magic spell and caused him to catch
0: on fire. You, when you read this, do you read this as he's just super monotone about it? Like, he's like, yes, that's right. Raven States. You know how I read
1: it, It, and I know like, this is going to sound weird, but from Christmas Vacation, Margo and Todd. Yeah, right? I have the Todd voice in my head. <laughs>
0: right. Oh, Margo, right. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, what I got like, in my head. <laughs> yeah, like... But he wouldn't have any inflection in his voice. He'd just no. be super, like, to the point and kind of conspicuous, right? Yeah. He this anonymous phone call, like, there's a bomb in the bank. Uh, I just want to know, uh, you know that there's a bomb in the bank. Like, he just doesn't. He's just giving them information, and in yeah, no uniform. concern, no nothing. Like, I smell fire and I heard a bang. It's probably those Griswolds again. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. that That's exactly how I hear it in my head. It's just very. bland. Yeah. Um, did enough to make it seem like he cared. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim comes running downstairs. He's yelling at his dad uh dad what's wrong with you which i think is completely silly uh his dad's on fire obviously that's what's wrong with him but um <laughs> <laughs> um he starts kind of having a conversation with his dad even though he knows his dad's probably not hearing him about I how think, heavy he is and,
0: i think he's like not asking what like, like oh you're on fire what's wrong but more like why aren't you moving right right what is wrong no, I, with you? You're on fire. You're just sitting still.
1: No that makes screaming. Sense. No
0: nothing. Just on fire and just. What is wrong with you?
1: That makes sense. So Tim's starting to reach in and grab him, and as he's doing so, you see this almost green shadow up here behind him, and he says, "I wish you weren't so heavy." Question mark. Uh, because he's picking them up with relative ease. And...
0: You know I missed that? I missed the green shadow completely. Really? Like, I didn't even catch it. Yeah, because
1: I think that was... Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing here, because it didn't seem like he casted any kind of spell, but maybe it was like an internal thing because somebody love right. loved was in danger, it produced itself. Uh, kind of like say, was it was... I History wish it were so heavy. Harry Potter. Yeah, and just picks Magic him up so easily. Need.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm just going to... I don't <laughs> no. want to over-talk you. I just, no, I just, you're fine.
1: It gives me a second to kind of look and see where we're at here. So, Tim's still talking to his dad and saying... Um, you know, I'll explain all this later if you're not unconscious, which I really hope you are. Um and he busts through the door and gets out into the yard. And he's begging his dad to wake up, um, telling me how sorry he is about smashing the door. Um and then then he goes into his just witty commentary again. Um, so, Dad, I really think you've done enough lying about, don't you? <laughs> right, he's I, just <laughs> such
0: a jerk. Like, on what? fire. On fire, and he's calling him a lazy bastard.
1: Right? Like, oh, hey, the guy, the body is still smoking, and he's saying yeah. this to him. In the meantime, we see Martin uh, is looking out at what's going on and he hollers for Lee and Lee comes out of her box and Lee's very aware. She's basically Martin's minion, but she is very aware uh, where she talks to herself about how the behavior of men specifically and um, how Martin is kind of like an ice maid. And, um, Martin's going out to check on Tim and he's really wanting Lee to get Tim's attention. And if she fails, he is threatening to put her in something smaller than the box that she's currently in. And let's see. And, yeah, he, she basically says Martin's just a cold, cold dude. Just people make fun of women that are cold or que- ice queens or whatever. And they you never hear that about men. Tim's hollering, saying, that, yeah, I'll stay, or stay calm, stay where you're at. I'm going to call an ambulance, the fire brigade. But he goes into the house, and he starts getting a little bit confused because he's like, yeah, there was a fire here. I know there's a fire. You know, one of those hot things where you rub two sticks together, but the only fire is in the chair. And that chair's burning just or smoking a little bit, but it was basically his dad that was on fire. Nothing else in the room looks like it got touched. And he's trying to figure out why he didn't feel any of the fire. So he starts questioning whether it was because uh, of his, um, he's, you know, questioning the fire and um, why he didn't feel it. Was it because of the magic? Um, and here's the ambulance coming. So he goes out to talk to him. Firemen show up. Hey, get out of the way. There's a fire. and He's like, nope. Just a chair. <laughs> no big fire. That's it. Um, and The fireman's like, hell of a chair uh, to roast your uncle the way it did. Now, I didn't see, understand where that came from.
0: You're just assuming the guy's his uncle? I think Martin did something. Ah. Uh, because they, Billy goes to the hospital and Tim doesn't know where to find him. And he, I'm thinking Martin gave them a false name so far that Tim's not going to be able to find him. So That makes sense. Okay. Tim's like, wait, well, uncle and dad, where
1: are you? And ambulance is taking off with Tim's dad. And he goes chasing after the ambulance. Hey, I don't even know where you're going. Um, somebody tell me what's happening. And he starts walking back to his house. And the fire truck takes off. And they almost run him over. Um, <laughs> and he starts talking to himself again. I love the conversations that he has with himself. Take a memo, Tim. Best handwriting, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he gets back up to the house. And he basically says, I quit. Um, I give up and (laughs) he did appreciate the fact that the chair caught on fire. Um, it was one of the, the only good thing that happened today. Um, (laughs) his dad got out of that lousy chair. (laughs) Um, and he starts yelling at the chair saying how happy he is that it got burnt. Um, and Martin shows up. And saying, hey, don't give in to your anger. Uh, it'll make a slave of you. And he goes, maybe I'm the one that you should be angry with. You know, Constantine told me to protect you.
0: This which, is my favorite part, dude. This is my favorite part.
1: Very interesting. Um, but he arrived too late. <laughs> Tim's like, oh, John sent you? Take care of me and my dad? And, um, he's like well that was a real bright of him um, who do you think you're going to save us from Elton John right. <laughs> the wit on this kid um, and Martin's like yeah the cold flames after you don't haven't you forgotten and they refer back to the attack that the trench coat brigade did on the cold flame he's like Yeah, they smashed them all up. There's nothing left. And Martin does say, although that was a bunch of little fish, Uh, they didn't get the big people. Um, They weren't at the place. So now Tim's saying, so you're saying a Cold Flame individual just tried to uh, burn my dad out of his misery. I love this part right here. Do you have any other news flashes for me or can we break for an advert now? (laughs) It's such an enjoyable book, even when he's having so many problems. Uh-huh. Um just this commentary to himself. Uh or to you know, just he reminds me of uh Stephen Wright, if you
0: ever Right, yeah. <laughs> it's just very... very dry. Yeah. But very funny, yeah. Um, this this part's my favorite, when when he's like um you have every right to be bitter. And he's like... Tim just is like, I don't know why my protege asked you to come here, Mr. Ray-Bans. If I've told John once, I've told him a thousand times, I'm not accepting any more students. Like, he's saying that John Constantine is his student. And he's not going to accept Martin as another student. So he's just... Uh it's great. Like he doesn't, he's not afraid of anybody. Like, no. This kid is not. Well, I think he doesn't realize he needs to be is the problem. Right.
1: Like. Because his training was basically going through time. That was it. There wasn't any real. Now this is how you do this kind of thing. You know, no Hogwarts. Right. Uh, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. And so Martin's like, okay, yeah, I guess you need to be alone for a while. And says to himself for maybe an hour or two. And he comes in and Lee has been listening. And she's like, he's like, okay, so give her an hour or two to brood and then go over and see him.
0: Yeah, you should probably eat first. Because yeah, you don't should be, be should be covered in blood and feathers when you go over to talk to him. <laughs> See that I was trying
1: to remember if that was here or was at the very beginning uh, when she was talking to her, and so she's like, "Yes, Master," um,
0: notice she be notices,
1: yeah, that he is nervous. Um, it's not going as planned for Martin, and she goes in, grabs these doves, and talking about how. um this is supposed to be your next victim. It's not going well for you at all. And she takes the dove outside and lets it go. Doesn't. Decides she's not going to eat. Tim's back in the house and. <laughs> he makes the comment to himself that, uh, if John heard him pretending to be his teacher, uh, he would either laugh or make his nose grow like Pinocchio. Um, and mentioned Martin was called Mr. Mearshades now for help and he doesn't know how to use magic you, um, him magic is way out of paper bag and he's just happy that his dad's in a hospital, he's out of the house uh, but he is worried about him, he needs to figure out where he's at and so he rips down the drapes in the house to open up some light in the room, uh, he's going to make things different, make things better and um, and he flips over the TV, and it smashes. And Tim all of a sudden realizes what he did. Uh, that That's something that his dad cared about, and he just broke it. Then we get to switch over to Molly, who is walking along with uh, Filthy the cat. And talking about how she's going to go up to Tim, and Tim will apologize to her. and buy her ice cream. Now, if I remember right, she's got a thing about ice cream, doesn't she? It seems like everything's ice cream related for her. Isn't yeah. that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and she, as she's coming up, she sees um, there's been problems at Tim's house, and she goes
0: running. Lee sees Molly running up to Tim's house. Which is cool, because uh, Martin did not think about Molly. No. He doesn't, he doesn't know who this kid is, and she gets in the way big time.
1: Well, I don't think Lee mentioned Molly at all. I don't think she last did either. Time either. Um and Molly's making the observations, oh, this is splintered from the inside. She starts hollering for Tim and Mr. Hunter, asking if everybody's okay. Um and then she starts talking to herself um about how she wants to be um <clears throat> or she's she's saying out loud that Tim's making her brave because she's coming into the house to check on him and she finds Tim. And she asks him why he didn't answer. He doesn't want to be bothered. So he tells her to go away. And, um, <laughs> Molly's like, well, you're flirting with disaster. I've got a broom and I'm not afraid to use it. And Tim realized it was Molly. He hadn't looked up. He sees his Molly. And gives her a hug and is very happy that she was there. And Molly convinces him to go outside. She just starts rambling. I think it's yeah. just to kind of distract
0: Tim a little bit. But she does <laughs> say that her family, um, every couple of generations, ends up in the loony bin. Yeah. She's schizophrenic. Just... <laughs> so she's not, you know, um, she's used to being around strangeness. Right. That that's how I kind of get it, that she's used to family members being a little off. And yeah, that's
1: how I took it. I th- I think
0: that helps explain her a lot. Because she but, puts up with a lot of weird stuff. Right. And they, they do drop a hint here about possible what Molly is. Right. Because her grandma believes that they're Faye. And Tim Tim doesn't blink an eye. You know? He's, That's a good point. I didn't put that together. If possible, Tim's Faye too. Because we're still not sure who his parents are. I mean, yes, Titania and... uh, The Falconer. Yes. Could possibly be his parents. Or Billy and an unnamed mom. Well, she does have a name. She appeared in last issue in the grave. I don't remember her name though. But yeah, I mean, they could possibly still be his parents. He doesn't really know. I mean, he's been lied to a lot. From every angle, right. So just the fact that Molly says that she's Faye, Tim doesn't even recognize it. So, which is pretty cool that they're like already giving a little hint to possible what Molly is in the future.
1: Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. They they always use this stuff and just build and build. Um, so Tim explains to Molly how his dad was badly burned um, and is taken to the hospital. <laughs> she asked how badly, and he goes, well, if you were a steak, you'd send him back. That is one way to describe that, I suppose. Um, Even if you liked it, well done. Yeah. <laughs> and... Some and she, she explains that somebody was trying to hurt him, so they set his dad on fire. Now we do see that Lee is sitting on the side of a shed and is listening in. Tim and Molly do not see her; is just listening what's actually happening. And she's kind of behind a. F- okay, I just noticed that. That's weird. So in the upper panel, she's in front of the fence, but on the side, the lower panel, she's behind it. She's behind it. Yep, And Molly goes, well, what are you going to do? And he goes, well, I'm going to find whoever did this and I'm going to thank them for getting him out of that chair <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to kill him. Um, and Molly gets on to him for even talking like that. Um, and she makes excuses for his dad being a a boozer you can't blame him for what everything that he's gone through he wants to hide from the world and lee's listening there and you're starting to see her thoughts and she's thinking molly is really wise and tim really needs to listen to her and then goes back over to tim and molly talking and talking about how he needs to protect himself um it goes back to Molly or to Lee saying that she, you know, thinking she really, you know, Molly really cares about Tim. Um, it's, you kind of see relief on Lee's face that she's actually seen a good human being opposed to what Martin is. And Molly's telling him, you know, don't go see him face to face. You go after your bad guys, shoot him in the back. Don't let him see you coming. Um, that's how the professionals do it. Um, and then when you're done, you know, don't set your back to the door, and keep your keep away from the windows. So she's using all the information she's gotten from movies and things on how to do this. And was Gross Point Blank out at this time? Let's see. That was ninety. It would have been right around this time, maybe, because
0: that's the first time I ever really remember hearing about hitmen that sit with their backs towards walls and never and always having a door in view like even watching like old Wyatt Wider not wider but uh uh Wild Bill like mm-hmm. movies and stuff like when he got shot in the back because he was like sitting with his back towards a door like yeah you don't hear about about no. it a lot uh but i think the first time i heard about it was John Cusack so like uh we could talk about about gross point blank for a whole show so i'm a kusak's my favorite actor yep i don't i yep yeah yep um all right all right (laughs)
1: that's just a different trail completely yeah um and Lee's really listening to Molly and she's starting to really grow- get a lot of respect for, her. um, she has so much love and wisdom and fear. She's so afraid for Tim. And he- Lee's just begging Tim to listen to Molly. And we go back over and Tim is yelling at Molly, go back inside with your broom. Uh, you can write it for home and Molly marches off. You know, she's, he's like, He's just upset. He's a jerk. Um, he'll apologize later. She always is this optimistic individual. Um, but I never want to see him you know, again. Right. Never. Yeah. And Lee feels so sorry for Molly. And, you know, she's going to feel horrible about this. Or uh, she, Yeah, she's going to feel big, bad, super bad and he knows it, and Tim doesn't care. Uh, he thought She thought Tim was going to be really different, and he's just a man, just like every other man. And she comes around the corner and hollers at Tim. Then we jump to the hospital, and we see a nurse um, <laughs> making the comment, wow, they really don't want you to wake up. Uh, do they as she's messing with the medicine Um, and she's just kind of talking to him a little bit and there's a mirror in this uh, room and we can see Martin looking through the mirror looking at Tim's dad and he's walking by a table of some sort and there's this it's that altar. It's the altar. Okay. Yeah. And there's a pot. I'm guessing there's a pot on it. It, is, it would be a pot. Mm-hmm. And he just notices it. He's like, what's this? And he notices it's some kind of an intrusion. It's a different color. Um, he says, I've seen that sheen on Angel's wings. And then he screams in pain after he touches it and blames the boy. It's from him. Um, he's in such pain. And his hand is kind of... I um, Would you say it's burnt? I'd say kind of it's a,
0: aging, like really fast. Aging,
1: there you go. Yeah, aging. So he's starting to get this old hand. And... He's like, what is it? And somebody says, oh, that's not a toy. It's not a pawn for your games. And the older version of Tim is standing in a mirror saying, he's mine. He's all mine. And that's where the book lives off for this week. Yeah, he, he says he's me. He's mine. Oh, he's me. He's yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. I jumped ahead of the reading there. Creepy old Tim. it's such a good book Um, you start to really respect Lee a little bit in this this, she's just not a minion Um, you worry for Tim because you know Lee really is not a big fan of guys in general you feel bad for Molly you feel bad for Tim what he's going through you're wishing Martin would die (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so you got a lot of emotion coming out of this and just the comments Tim makes to help him get through. He really needs a mentor and you just, he doesn't have one.
0: Nope. Yeah. He, he, he really needs to learn if he's supposed to be the greatest magician of the age, he's really starting out horribly.
1: Yeah. It will, uh, what, what is his name? Um, Mr. E, is that what his name is? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's got this thing against Tim. Doesn't think Tim will succeed. Well, he saw the future. Okay. He is a person that could do something to help make him better now, along right. with the rest of the trench coping Okay. But you're not seeing them anywhere. Nope. John's the closest person, him and Xantana are the two closest people to Kind of giving him any education on this stuff, and neither of them are around
0: no, and you kind of wonder what um I the phantom stranger's doing because he's got all the time in the world mm-hmm. you know it's like he doesn't do much no nope. we don't we don't really know what the phantom stranger does anyway but but he's he can probably be anywhere he wants to be like he does, he can travel through time and do all the other crap was he. Hang out with Tim for 24 hours. Is he the one?
1: No, that's not him. Um, who was the one that took him to ferry? It wasn't Fam, Stranger Mystery or John Constantine. Who's the fourth one? Dr. Colt. Dr. Colt. So when they went to ferry, he transformed into Rose. Yep. In the most recent books of magic, Rose is a teacher that is helping him develop his magic skills. Weird. Why? And I think, you know, I think with that most recent Books of Magic, um, they're trying to make that its own series where it didn't really tie in with this Volume 2. And I think what they were trying to do when they did that was repair some of that where Um, they made mistakes of not maybe kind of giving him some kind of a mentor to even be able to reach out to every once in a while or something. You don't see Tim practicing magic at all. Um, We haven't seen his owl, yo-yo. It's just like a teenage boy living an everyday life. And I mean, we got to see a little bit of magic today, but he did not intend to do that. Um, so you don't see him developing those skills and having that resource. So I do like that a little bit about that most recent run of Books of Magic where they did give him a little bit of a mentor to help become
0: more fluent in the ways of Magic. Right. And, yeah, I mean, Zatanna's probably running around with the Justice League. What is Jason Blood doing? You know, is he just collecting artifacts and trying not to become Etrigan? You know, like there's so many characters that they could have used to be his mentor, and yeah, John is probably the best person for it, but John is the most flaky of all of them, Um, mostly because his friends all die, and probably doesn't want Tim to. So, well, but the. And that's just it. And
1: I think that's one of the reasons they kind of went through in the original miniseries went through because he met, met Jason blood. Jason blood could have cared less about him, yeah. you know, but that's uh, Jason blood though. I mean, he doesn't care but, about anything, but he uh, was met all these people that are in the world of magic. And, You know, the only ones that really showed a whole lot of compassion again, John, Santana, um, Madame Xanadu was cordial, but you weren't going to see a whole lot there.
0: All her, yeah, that's just her.
1: Um, the Spectre, he, he saved him, but you know, there's not the people that use magic are the ones that tend to be loners. Yep. And they've had to figure it out themselves and they're leaving it to him to figure it out himself, unfortunately. But with as much as they're putting on him as could possibly being the greatest magician of all time or magic user of all time. You would think somebody would step up and go, we probably should show him the right way to do this. <laughs> right. Somebody. And when he's got people coming after him to kill him.
0: Yeah. You probably should have somebody watching out for him. Right. If this was a DC continuity book, it would probably would have been like the wizard Shazam or, <laughs> right. or Billy, or Billy Batson would have been a great kind of uh side character in this. Yeah.
1: Even about the same age, just right. Billy,
0: just hey, this 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 happens. This is real. This, you know, there's this is the price you're going to pay. This is you know just some of the the bad sides too. Yeah, but right on. It would. I think Tim and Billy probably would have got along great,
1: and so, I think it would have worked but, well because. Billy and Tim are probably roughly
0: the same age. Hmm. And and it's the great dichotomy of uh, Billy's the super happy kind of go lucky kid, and Bill and uh, Tim is the uh, the dark version. You could say he's the Freddie right. Freeman of <laughs> Billy. I think they would have been, you know, good pairing. It would have been interesting, but you know. Um, but one
1: and, of the best parts of the book is Tim just talking to himself and making the comments that he does. If he doesn't have that to bounce off of anybody, it makes it
0: even more enjoyable. Right. Just is <laughs> the lonely kid talking to himself, making quips. Yeah. Yep. And you don't see that a lot. You don't see that kind of character in DC. No. But most of the time, it's always team books or. There's always a family for them. Um, mm-hmm. I think the like the only person I think that didn't really have a family around him is Ted Kord. You never saw Ted with uh, family members, um, a supporting cast. He was usually just with the Justice League, or you know, hanging Booster. out with Booster. But before Booster. He was just a lonely dude running around as a beetle. So, and that's probably why he was so nuts. So he's probably nuts as Tim. So we're not going to talk about blue beetle yet. Not yet. Uh, (laughs) But, um, no, like the character, Tim, so much different than a lot of comic book characters Mm -hmm. because he has the struggles. He's, you know, Peter had his aunt, and Tim has a dad who's pretty much comatose all the time. Yeah. So. It's and more of Harry a real-life situation. Soon, right? Yeah. Harry had all of Hogwarts, so. Yeah, exactly. And the Dursleys. <laughs> no yeah there's there's not much uh, correlation between harry potter and timothy hunter after the first miniseries. the owl's gone the I, molly and hermione kind of i mean sorta yeah i mean molly's maybe a fae maybe can she does get powers later um but she's not the greatest sorceress of her age. Yeah, Tim 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 doesn't learn from anybody. So there there's other than the physical so far, there's there's not much.
1: Yeah, so far. I know coming up there's gonna be a few Yes things down the road. Um, but yeah, currently you're not seeing a lot of tie in with uh, Harry Potter outside of that first miniseries. series. So awesome.
0: Can't wait for another one.
1: Yeah. Looking forward to it
0: next week. Issue eight. We're, we're yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Monday. So yeah, we can do it. I'm so off on days because of the weekend. So, and I'm off today and tomorrow. So nice. it's, it's I've I'm taking every other Monday and Tuesday off for the rest of the year. You got that much time? Yep. They were like, "Oh, you got to take it off because you only have you have seven, you have twelve days, they're only going to pay you for five. So I took yep. them off, and then they were like, "Well, Nebraska, you can't do that." So you can save them, and I'm like, "I don't care. I'm taking them."
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what they did to me too. I'm like, at this point, I'm just. Yeah, I want to keep the forty, and I'll do it next year. Yep. At the, this point, I just need—I I need a break <laughs> anytime.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, the end of the year is going so fast, and it's just like uh, I need it off. He's yeah. got Christmas and Hall- no, Halloween, Christmas, and then Christ- like Thanksgiving, and it's like New Year's—just It's just too much at the end. Yeah, and not enough time to do everything. So I, yeah. like, I need it. But, exactly. And I can edit. So yay. Probably do that all tomorrow. Yeah, just don't burn yourself out, dude. You gotta get out of that r- room a little bit. Yeah, I did today. I slept all day. So <laughs> I wanted to read. I took up books to read and I fell asleep, so Oh, and this we're gonna this isn't going on there, but I found on Tubi they have a whole bunch of like eighties cartoons on there now. So they have like the Mr. T cartoon they have. Um <laughs> Stuff like that. And I found the 80, not 88 Superman from Ruby Spears. I've never seen it before. Really? Never seen it. And I was like, it's got the, yeah, I was like, this is actually pretty cool. Like, it's after Superpowers. So it's, I was like, oh, we're going to watch this. They have like the old 60s Batman, the old 60s Superman cartoon. And they have a lot of stuff on there. No. I'll have to go. I haven't
1: looked out there for a little while after GI Joe. I got a little bit burnt out of it, so I. Oh, I, d- I don't out it. for a little bit.
0: Yeah. Ugh, <laughs> uh, I'm just. I just watched so much anime. I wanted to watch something else, something that's not
1: super weird.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: No, I understand that.
0: So, uh, yep. Yeah. All right, man. We'll catch it's you later, supposed- sir. Yeah. Oh my God, it's after nine. All right, dude. See you. <laughs> See you later. Right right